No, actually, though, can I ask you something? Why do, why do people think that just because they have two feet, they both have to look the same? In this past week, I, I have ripped through two socks, but like just one of them on both pairs. So I have these two stray socks now because I threw the ripped ones out. And I'm going to wear those two stray socks together. One is like plain gray and the other one is like a brighter gray with avocados on it. And I'm now they're friends. And that's, I, I don't, I don't subscribe to the idea that our socks need to match. Um, yeah. Professional clothing in general is like a patriarchal construction. It's all nonsense. Wear mismatching socks. Who gives a shit? It doesn't do. affect your performance. No, it only makes it funnier. If anything, it affects your morale. I think my morale would boost in those circumstances. When I'm wearing nothing but my boots? Hey, um... There absolutely was no gap in um, production. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, no, but we we were not here last week. Um, and no. it was my fault. It was my fault. Tell me about your vacation. I, I went camping. Um, I went camping. Um, in... Not to be confused with glamping oh absolutely i let the record state no glamp um yeah 16 hours north of here i participated in none of the driving so um i feel like i'm gonna get bad karma for that so i'm gonna try to get my driver's license this weekend it was really fun to be in the middle of nowhere just gathering berries pissing behind a tree vibing And when I say gathering berries, I mean we went to Walmart and bought two pints because they were on sale. Ah, uh, yes, foraging. I Absolutely. am familiar. Absolutely. In the deep, deep Walmarts of Thunder Bay, Minnesota and Michigan, I was near you. Y'all drove, you really drove to Thunder Bay. Um, it was beautiful. It was amazing. We hiked one day um, and I felt like so hot because at one point I hoisted myself over a rock and it was like, wow, for half a second there, I didn't feel dysphoric. You changed your profile to um, mask for mask. There's camping and hiking in it in, in, in my grinder bio now. Right. Um I also um did shrooms in the woods and that's really fun if you want to think about all the life return all the life alternatives um to how you could otherwise be spending your time. Um all in all, great time. You were a scout, right? I, 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 I sure was. 
Were you like, was it like camping intensive? We, if, I don't know, Scouts, just like every institution under capitalism, was uh, more fun if the more money you had. Okay. Right? Because then you could afford better camping equipment, but also, like, afford to go to the camps because they cost money to go to. So, like, did you camp with, like, rich kids? Is there, like, a rich kid, poor kid dichotomy when you go, like, to Scouts? It depends on what neighborhood your troop is in, right? Because if your uh, troop is in a rich neighborhood, then rich kids are going to be in it. So, you like, if you want to sign up for scouts, they kind of, like, assign you to your, like, local chapter sort of thing? Mm-hmm. Okay. The weird thing about my troop, too, was it was on the tracks. Like, it was on... Uh, there were people on one side of the tracks and people on another side of the tracks. And, like, my scout troop was on the tracks. <laughs> uh annihilated by a train <laughs> you were just constantly like um doing that one like ethical exercise like everybody got a turn at the siding like if they were going to pull the lever it was not. trolley problem day in day out 24 7 hanukkah christmas new year's easter the whole nine yards mama. sometimes you got to pull the lever other times you got to be the conductor and every once in a while you got to um sit on the tracks themselves you went through a lot of scouts. So, like, did you get bad? What were the badges you got? Did um, you get badges? I think I have my sash? I have my Shaw somewhere. Honestly, I think I like stored it or so, or okay. might have even donated it. Um, do you like? Because... Re- do you remember any of your badges? No. Oh, okay. I even like I even sent my scout handbook to Value Village because it was like some other scout who needs it can get it. That's radical. Something I also noticed about Northern Ontario is that there's a lot of chip stands. Just people selling french fries. Okay. But if it's above Major Mac, apparently they're called chips now. Um, Dead ass cut cameras so you drive to a certain part of northern ontario and then enter a portal into england inexplicably we were there okay um, Work. no yeah i thought it was cute like they're literally just like these chip stands and like you'll see them in the little like towns or like are the chips literally. any good i did not we did not have any you had none you didn't even try it once no, can I, but I will tell you, I did, I realize now um, what it is that I need to enjoy a road trip, and it's just, like, constant access to junk food. Like, nothing tastes, like, nothing tastes and feels better than eating a burger in the, like, passenger side. Oh. Nothing's more thrilling than driving with a burger in your hand. And you might, like, die, you know, like, while eating. It's just so wild. Can you imagine dying while eating? I would be so embarrassed. Because you'd be eating and then you'd shit yourself because you're dead. It would be, like, the fastest poop in the world. Every hole is filled. And, and, and unfilled. Yeah. Just colonoscopy the fuck open. (laughs) Honestly, like, hang your manager. Why? Just do it. Okay. Just do it because you can. You're stronger than they are. 
Start a union. Who was what was what was your worst manager experience? You know. <laughs> um they don't <clears throat> listen. I just hate it when you know you go to the hospital and then uh you show your manager that you were at the hospital and you get a note from a doctor from said hospital and then she says i am gonna still have to write you up for not showing up because you were in the hospital instead and of being go, at work and then yeah and then i go i'm gonna save you some time i quit But you know what? That is bad bitch energy. That is self-respect. I that's that's really admirable that you did that. Cause fuck that type of mentality. And imagine if people got to unionize. Right. I just think that it needs to be more normal to talk to your coworkers about um how you're all getting screwed over by your boss because you are and um even in the nicest of places where there's like positivity all around it's like even even if even if you're in a good situation like don't don't be fooled by culture um which isn't to say that there can't be good culture out there, but be critical. And if you are in a place where even, or even if you're in a place where you think it could be, it's good, there's always ways in which it could be better because we often get used to the little things that all add up. So just keep looking for small things in the everyday nooks and crannies. I love a nook. Not so cra- not so crazy about a cranny. I have a question for you about the culture, TM. Mm-hmm. It doesn't it feel like cozy, but also like only if you work as uh, efficiently as you possibly can. Only if you slip up, it's not cozy anymore. Yes, um, but I do think that in an environment where the labor you produce at the level that you can achieve because you're only paying people minimum wage, like that's as good as a culture is ever gonna get. Like what people don't realize is that the reason raising a minimum wage is a very normal and good idea is because people really at the end of the day just aren't paid enough for what they do and they're not allowed to believe that the jobs that they're doing are like the shittiest, relatively speaking, because there's no such thing as like a a dishonorable job, but there's just occupations out there that ultimately kind of put you in a less comfortable position than other people get to spend their days under more or less comfortable, literally conditions and just like natures of the job itself. Um, 
and the most job the most jobs are unfortunately or or most people aren't in positions where their needs are met like that and that's why like when you had that shitty manager that's the job where you most needed a union i find it interesting that like the shittiest jobs are um we recognize them as sort of like the most essential i mean the pandemic proved that right like in terms of at least grocery store workers and the um daily abuse that comes with you know existing mm-hmm. as a grocery store worker isn't it like isn't it kind of crazy that the very balance of our society hangs in the hands of teenagers people who moved here from other countries and just like generally people who are hustling and grinding and when i say crazy i just mean like fantastic because it shows you the reality of life and it and like even in a pandemic it some people still don't want to um take it as evidence and realize that we have to drastically drastically change how we're looking at things and how we're taking care of people this might sound really like odd but um if we as a society concede that there are jobs that need to be done but like we all kind of realize that nobody like would rather do them um then we have to treat them as civic duty don't we and so i think people should be compensated uh appropriately for performing their civic duty it's just as much of a public service as any other in that case like if we're all all sitting here and saying these jobs are essential uh somebody's got to do them but we all recognize that you're kind of in a shitty situation when you're doing them then the state if you believe that it's the state's responsibility then it's their job to compensate people and saying look you're doing something that people would rather not do so here have some money <laughs> like yeah like what having gone to school made me see is that the most physically demanding jobs which often end up being things in like skill trades are well compensated because it's understood that this person is putting in their physical valuable effort into a service so you protect that person's health and well-being when they're at work and you pay them and you pay them well because it's an undeniable truth that the better you pay someone the better they will perform and since money's not real you can pay them however much they need to be paid in this fake game and rule system that is an economy. Can I tell you something? I I have I went to like a business centric high school, high school. It was I still don't know what an economy is. Not too sure how it works. I understand that it's there. But I'm also at a point where it's like I why am I going to invest so much like understanding into this fan fiction? I could read better fan fiction on Wattpad. You could read Twilight. Oof. You could read Fifty Shades of Grey. That's fan fiction. Again. Again. Um. I th- there's the supply and demand. That's the that's the economy, right? <laughs> 
Supply and demand. That's her, right? That's the economy. You don't know about her? Yeah. You, you, there's a, a, a SWOT analysis where you, you figure out how to most effectively SWAT all your flaws. You've already lost me. You said an acronym. I was gone. You know what? In these 20 seconds of nonsense, I still can't recall a single thing I learned about. Um, I want to talk about how you did psychedelics in the woods. Because I've heard from various sources that like it's encouraged you do them or at least you try them in like a place where your spirit is free, mm-hmm. i.e. like outside basically. Okay. Um, overall, uh, I think my threshold for shrooms is too high, which is something I hate because it means I might have to do like seven grams by myself one day to like actually start having oaky smoky like trippy dippy types of things happening um but it it is a good idea to do it outside because i just felt really warm and comfy um sitting by the fire and and i got really introspective yeah tripping on acid indoors was like not the tea there's just something about being inside and feeling like you can't go outside that mm, it mm-hmm. does not vibe when you are tripping. And I oop, Finland ended homelessness. Really? Yeah. How? By giving everybody a house. And wow. I, I'm that. not joking. Oh, at all. Ain't it that? Not easy. With no preconditions. Do you, do you know? Like you don't need to be clean or anything. Do you know much? Do you know much about the process, like and how that went? Oh, girl, I just saw a tweet. Like I could be fake for all I know. That's the thing. Like by the way, you see shit on Twitter. You 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 can like go say to yourself like, oh, that's nice. But unless you look into it, you also in your head gotta be like, it's also probably fake. <laughs> You always have to click and look at the mentions and yeah. at the comments, which is always a mistake. It always eventually becomes a mistake. Yeah. But it'll, um, it'll, it's, a, it's an easy way to like put it in the back of your head and be like, oh, okay, this is worth reading about on a real news source later. Eventually you scroll too far and then you think to yourself. And then it's just fan cams. Had I accepted the pickle juice. Oh my God, it would be so nice. Oh, hang on. So I, I'm, I saw, I'm hanging on. Hang on. Okay. Look so at me I, hanging on. <laughs> Sorry. I read an interesting article about a 19-year-old progressive who won the Kansas primary. His name is Aaron Coleman. And he like kind of won out against this guy who was like a pretty surefire win. Um, and he is very much on the left. Like he... What's the catch? He a transphobe? <laughs> no, hang on. I'm looking for like the actual wording. One sec. So he had he, a lot of his core beliefs are not really traditional with the area. Like he he supports like Green New Deals, like okay. reproductive rights for people who need to have reproductive reproductive rights. Paradox. Like weed, all that shit. Um, and he kind of like came from a more troubled upbringing in terms of not being white collar. I guess that makes you troubled. Um, and 
apparently he's like been questioned for that like they raised questions of whether or not like someone who had a troubled upbringing might make less of a better leader which is kind of bullshit because mm -hmm. there's people who are privileged who have just as troubled and go on to make mistakes all the same and i don't like when they make that argument about someone because i also think no please no no do your thing but I also think that like the um, intersection of class is underappreciated nowadays. Like when we talk about intersectionality, identity, et cetera, like I, I'm not saying that it should have more weight than other, um, you know, I'm not saying it should have more weight than things like sexual orientation or race or gender or anything like that. I just think that like class should feature more in discussions of um, marginalization and things like that. Because mm -hmm. like being poor is usually not something you choose. It's something you're either born into or something capitalism like forces you into, mm -hmm. right? Like, and it's something like, that is intentionally extremely difficult to escape from. Mm -hmm. Like th this, and this is, it's, it's, gen it's essentially generational, like since, the industrial revolution we've been born into like several generations where in our purpose is to go to school so we can get a job that and produce value for the ruling class exactly like for generations now that is how we have operated that is why we have nuclear families looking the way they are that's like that's what our value system is based on so in order to break that in a time of radical change is why you need intersectionalism and why you need to include people of different classes in your ruling like kikis i guess yeah i mean eventually like and then like eventually we'll get rid of class like class will not yeah. exist right that's the goal the more you the more homogenized everything is the less class there is like there's there's no point in everyone not being all the same it doesn't make certain people lazier and it doesn't make certain people these like hard work like workhorse martyrs in this instance yes you're correct sorry you just said there's no point in making people not be all the same so it was just like wait a minute holds on <laughs> I got it right, right? At the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. You, you got the T. It's just like the wording, I was like. God adding double negatives to me, like. <laughs> uh, if this was a visual medium, that joke would have been perfect. Oh, God. The point of charades and tableau is that you can't see what's happening. <laughs> Could you imagine you have to close your eyes <laughs> while trying to guess? That'd be insanity, I love. You, you just have to like echolocate. Um, so you just close your eyes and while the person is doing their gesticulations, acting, uh, acting uh, you scream <laughs> and then just as loud as you can and you use your echolocating glands to see what they're doing. <laughs> Correct? How do you play it? I, I don't like, I just do want to say one thing more about um, Aaron Coleman is that he is not without his controversies. Because um, we were talking a lot about class and how like this is an introduction into mixing class into the ruling class for now. Because mm -hmm. um, apparently like he did like harass 
teen girls when he was a teen Oof. for nudes. Um, and he apologized and he took ownership and he showed the ways he's changed and is going to continue to change. Um, when he was confronted about this, um, he, he immediately acknowledged that they were true. He said that the accusations of just revenge porn um, and I guess some sexual predator behavior. He said he was deeply ashamed for what he did when he was 12 and 13 and characterized his actions as the behavior of a sick boy. Um, says that as an adult, he has reformed and evolved past the pathologies he suffered and is no longer the child from a very troubled and deprived background who did that, which sounds like an eloquent way of putting it. Um, but then it also raises the question of, do we forgive people for what they did in their teens? And yeah. even if someone apologizes, are you allowed to forgive them? And is it different if they're older? Like, I think there is this understanding that there needs to be a unilateral agreement of whether someone can be forgiven or not. And I think that is hardly the case. Some people will forgive somebody and some people won't. And I think that in all cases, there are good reasons not to forgive somebody and there are good reasons to forgive somebody. And in, in some cases, the, like, the reasons for are more than the reasons against and vice versa, et cetera. But I think <clears throat> where like, we get into um, this sort of idea of like, should we forgive people? What should we forgive people for? I think that, I think it's completely acceptable to expect people to take responsibility for their actions. I also think that we need to recognize that be, like patriarchy creates conflict and that conflict is often creates opportunities to learn. And so interpreting that conflict as automatic abuse and shunning and excommunicating and um, completely alienating the person who involved in the con who was involved in the conflict, I think is counterproductive to like any movement, any for solidarity, any forward progress. I obviously don't think it's the burden of oppressed or should be the burden of oppressed people to go around educating everybody. I think that's like something we should share. Um, and that it is something that privileged people should definitely take um, the lead on. But my point is that nobody is ever going to agree on, like all people are never going to agree on whether or not we should forgive somebody for something. So we should all stand by our guns when it comes to our actual judgments of people and yeah, and easiest... present your reasons and yeah, have the... like discussions with people, like talk to people about it, you know? The easiest way to navigate a cancellation, for lack of a better word, unfortunately, mm -hmm. is if, if you want to have an opinion on this bifurcation in the road of someone being continued in society or like excommunicated, which is a really broad way of putting it. Um, you have to decide for yourself. And the problem, the problem with a culture who cancels at the drop of a hat is that it's easier to just believe something is chaotic evil 
all the time because the bad thing happened. And yeah, for the love of God, like click the Twitter thread, read the whole Twitter thread. You will save yourself so much time and emotional energy. Like read the article, not just the headline. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like you have, if you, if you haven't made it to like the K-pop part of the thread, then you haven't read far enough. And while you're at it, read some theory if you have time for all these Twitter threads. Yeah, like diversify your news thread and listen to independent uh, reporters rather than a bigger uh, like network just because they're easier to find in your targeted ads. CNN still advertises to me like they really keep trying oh you better work CNN I definitely you better believe I blocked them on Twitter uh I I have to go take a shit 